What is up, everybody? Uh, March Madness is here. We're already, what, 32 games in, technically out of 60, the 64 teams. Um, Michigan basketball in the NIT, sadly, as we all know, uh, as, we all, as we all figured. Um, picked up a win the other night. But I guess we'll get into that first. Uh, Michigan basketball, man, I mean, it – Again, I mean, they, they, I don't get that team very much, Dad. Uh, uh, they're a team to me that is one of the most inconsistent teams that I've watched in a very long time. I mean, we've, we've talked about it and talked about it and talked about it. Um, they go from scoring 40 points a game to – being able to go score 90 points a game like they did. I mean, I go, I get it. It's against Toledo. I mean, Toledo's a higher uh, for basketball. I don't really know if it's considered a non power five school, but cause I don't think they don't really do that very much. Um, but it was also a game where Michigan seemed that Jed Howard wasn't playing and it, Michigan seems to play better when Jets not playing. I mean, we talked about it last week on last week's show too, but this is just another example of where Michigan plays better without Jet. And before I let you talk real quick, so before, last time Jet got hurt and he was out for like those three games, yep. Michigan went 3-0 and without him. Come back, we, we go 0-3 to end the season or whatever it was. Yeah, 0-3 because we lost uh, those two big games the two games at the end of the season that we needed to win, like Indiana and Illinois, and then we lost the Big Ten championship in the Big Ten tournament. Uh, I mean, there's definitely, in my opinion, some correlation there. It's pretty obvious at this point. Yeah, you know, I, I think your little theory, uh, you know, we talked about it off air, and then we talked about it a little on air. I, I, you know, the more I look at it, the more I think that, that gains traction. And, and even if it's not consciously, you know, there's – there's uh, there's got to be something to it, you know. The focus is is more on Jet, his boy, than it is, and and I, I do think that he's a little bit of a selfish player, you know. I, um, you know, he he's there, he's there obviously because his dad's there, right? And that that's fine, you know. So so's Jace, but uh, he's also, um, you, you know, looking at it now in hindsight, it's always twenty twenty, but. I, think he would have been better off and I feel for sure we would have been better off if he would have went he would have went somewhere else because we've seen glimpses of the hype right but never seen um consistency and our guard play in our defense has been god awful all year long um so that goes hand in hand but I, I do think you know it's kind of cool today that uh got Vanderbilt right so uh Juwan Howard versus Jerry Stackhouse. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, kind of cool former, teammates. former teammates. Um, and, you know, Jerry's done a really, really good job um, at Vanderbilt. I think I think we win today. Um, but I think uh, after that, we're, we're done. But something that's interesting, you know, we were, we were talking about this as well a little bit ago. I, I'm not really a Twitter guy except for around the football season, but – I hopped on the other day and I think all over. I think Jace Howard is is or Jed I mean is is um he might be 
Michigan's most all-time hated basketball player by his fans. Like, there's, there is a lot of uh, dislike for that young man, and and you know it's not entirely yeah. fair, um, but I was a little bit taken aback. Um, you know, people are blaming the whole season on him, and I, I do think that he's a part of that puzzle. But I don't I don't know that know that no. it's all his fault. I mean, Daddy's got to take not, some heat too, right? Well, Daddy, I think Daddy takes some heat. I think Daddy, I think. Now, uh, coming off of, okay, going off of that, the Juwan Howard thing first, because you know with me, I got to focus on one thing or else we'll go down a fucking rabbit hole. Right. I mean, I I think Juwan Howard going into next season is kind of like how Jim, it's kind of the same position that I believe Jim Harbaugh was in, in after the 2020 COVID season. Where, hey, dude, you need to come out next season and fucking win or might be finding a new job. See it, and, and I don't see it that way. But most of the analysts and you know the people that pay t- attention to it are 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 with you. I I think next year is a a free year too. And I mean, it looks like obviously I'm wrong, but um, but you know, if, they're, they're, if this the seat's ahead. hot, and I really don't think that it should be that. Well, the seat's warm, and it, if he doesn't start off pretty hot next year, it's it's going to be. It's going to get hot quick. So, I mean, he's only finished one season with 20 plus wins. Right. COVID year, though, right? Well, yeah, but he was 19 and 12 down the regular season that season. Right. I mean, you take away postseason play. I'm talking about like just straight up postseason play. Um, The only season it was was when we won the Big Ten Championship. Uh, I mean, you can't. The double-digit losses, I mean, that's just some big thing, especially the past two seasons, 19 and 15, and I guess now we're 18 and 15 with the win against uh, Toledo the other night. Um, it, I think it's probably also just more because John Beeline spoiled the fuck out of us. I don't know if you – I don't – some people might get this, but uh, do you ever watch the Outer Banks? Just a little bit. One, if you get the opportunity to watch it, it's it's pretty fucking good. Like even it, it, you might think it's like a teen show. It's it's more just a treasure, like um, treasure hunt. Uh, I don't. Know, it's hard to explain. Like adventure. It's just a pretty good show. But on there, there's uh, there's a scene where like. When he was younger, his dad used to ring like a bell because uh, when he'd be out on the water and stuff as a kid and he'd say, come on home, John B. And someone posted a meme the other day of his dad ringing the bell and there's a picture of John B. line right next to it. And it just made me laugh. And I was like, yeah, I could take that back. Um, well, that, that'd be awesome. I, I just don't think it's going to happen. But, you know, no. John Howard went from, you know, he come in and start off hot, right? Beeline's guys, blah, blah, blah. But people had him pegged as John fucking Wooden. And and now they now they got him as as uh 
Brian Ellerby, you know, and, and I, I don't, I, I think he's somewhere in between that. I, I think he's going to figure it out. I, you know, I think we, we, we've talked about this a little bit in the past. I think he's relied too much on the transfer portal and, and too much focusing on the high, you know, the, the, the one and done's the four and five stars. Um, and, you know, point guard has been the equivalent of, of Jim Harbaugh's quarterback uh, for him during his era. You know, maybe not, maybe that's a, a little bit of a stretch, but there's a lot of similarities there. He's he, he struggled to have somebody here for more than, uh, you know, a season that's that's been consistent. Um, so he, he's got to fix that. And I, th- I think if, I don't think that that uh, Jed is, is has shown enough to to be drafted high enough to go, but I almost think he's got to go somewhere else, and that probably won't happen. But I think that would be best for Juwan Howard and Michigan basketball. Well, that, that was kind of where I was going to go next with this. Is you've seen Jet Howard set out per an ankle injury, apparently. Jet Howard came out and kind of turned on, told everyone, no, I'm not sitting out. I'm not opting out for the season. Well, in my opinion, I think he is. He could definitely prove me wrong and come out and play today, and I'll be kind of pissed off if he's on the court. No, not going to – not not hating on him, but just because it seems like, as we said, it seems like the flow is so much better with him not out there. But, again, he is a good player, and sometimes it, it works out. But, again, I think he hurts us more when he plays this. Play. He is – He's been really good, but, you know, I guess for me, the best way to put it is when he's out on the floor, right? It seems like he it seems like everything's got to go through him and everybody's yep. worried about him getting his instead of, you know, running their running their schemes and, and, and playing Michigan basketball. So, you know, you know, you, you've been around sports long enough is, is sometimes there's addition by subtraction, right? And. And just because your guy is is the most physically talented doesn't mean that he's a good fit for your team or, or what you're trying to do schematically. And, you know, combined with everything else we talked about, I, I really think that's where we're at. Um, you know, I didn't think I, – I really can't think of anybody besides Franz while well, last year, Caleb Houston, uh, you know, there's a there's a laundry list of Michigan players that left early that I didn't think. I'm pretty sure you said the same thing about Jordan Poole. Correct. Yep. And Jordan Poole had probably and, the and, most successful know, NBA career out of any of them. Yeah, so far, you know, right? So you, there, there's a laundry list of guys that I thought, Ugh, you know, that's a year earlier. What? And, you know, they, they've went on to have – you know, varying levels of success, success but, um, the, you know, they, they've had decent NBA careers. So, so we'll see. And, you know, that's, you know, that's one thing that, that differentiates the NBA from, from our, our evaluating talent from a fan, fan level, right, is, is, is their, their draft and potential and they see the physical tools and they see the bloodline, right, and, and they they see that or they think that hey this guy's worth a shot so 
weirder things will happen. Maybe he will get drafted, but I just, I see the potential, but I just don't see, um, I can't, I don't think that he's put together like a, I don't know, a three to five game stretch where he's just been absolutely dominant every game, you know, and, and. Well, I mean, I think it was right there before he got hurt. He put that one where he's, I think he put it, up like. Yeah, you're right. Well, you're and right he had, they had that coming. like 30, that like 30 point game. Uh, but it really just seems like ever since he got hurt, he hasn't been the same player. And I mean, that could definitely be something that to look at too. Is the injury. I'm not saying that it, it should matter. I mean, but it could be affecting him. You know, and that's more than fair. Could it very well could be. But what's the you know what's the reason for the inconsistency before the injury? You know, to me, a top NBA level prospect is gonna be consistent for forty minutes. Yeah. And they're going to have consistently dominant stretches in a game and and be able to take it over and put, and put your team, put the team on your back. And, you know, again, seen a few, few spurts from them, right? And, you know, I guess I'll qualify it too as saying that this is probably the least amount of Michigan basketball I've watched in at least 10 years. I've sadly um, still watched pretty much every single game, and I have meant so, to And, you know, I, ca- I caught bits and pieces of the majority of the games, but I think I only watched a couple, two full games all year. Um, yeah, I have mental health health issues for it, so you're, you're, you're probably lucky. So, we, um, okay, go ahead. What, what do you think today? Uh, what's your prediction? I mean, looking at Vanderbilt, like, and what are they? They're the two seed in our bracket, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, let me go here real quick. Um, I haven't looked at them that much. I mean, they're, they're and, and why? Why you're digging up what you're digging up too? I I think that um, I think that Jet has hurt Hunter Dickinson as well. I think the whole team has has hurt Hunter Dickinson, I, and I don't know if we had this conversation. I think we had this conversation over the phone or something like that. Um, I definitely think they hurt. He, they've hurt Hunter Dickinson dressed up. To me, and again, I you know I, I didn't watch nearly as much as I as I typically do, but to me, Kobe Bufkin has bet is is better than Jet. At this point, like, watching games, I, yeah, it definitely has been more consistent. And I think, I mean, there's an opportunity he can go pro. I don't, I don't, again, I mean, who fucking knows, as we just talked about, is I don't personally would, if, I, if, if someone was paying me to say, hey, this dude's ready, I would say, hey, this dude's not ready. Just by, just by what I've watched, obviously not watching extra film, stuff like that, like, People who get paid to do this stuff do. <laughs> um, but I mean, Dick. I mean, he still had. I mean, Dixon averaged eighteen point four a game, nine rebounds a game. Uh, I mean, had another good season, but it's just as we. I, it was on last week's show we talked about it because I remember talking about this now. Is that 
as I talked about then, we if if that play trying to get the ball down to Hunter Dickinson doesn't work, it seems like we don't have a backup play ever. Right. Because usually it's duck it down to him. If he can't get in, he usually finds an open man if he gets double teamed. And we pray to God that they hit the three. And again, if we could get somebody like a Nick Stauskas or a Duncan Robinson or a Stu Douglas, Zach Novak, who can consistently like shoot 40 to 50% from the three point line as they did great. I mean, and that's, I think that's kind of what Joey Baker was supposed to come in and do, which shout out to him. Dude had his best game of his lifetime against fucking Toledo. Um, but he just wasn't that during the season. So, but if we had somebody like that playing for us, man, it would be dangerous. I mean, the kick, the kick out. Like that, finding him in the opposite corner for Dickinson throwing back across the court, that would be a very dangerous duo, like one-two duo to have. But we just don't have a consistent three-point <coughs> Probably our best one might be Hunter Dickinson at this fucking point in the season. I don't know. Yeah, and, I mean, and he's you know, shooting. T- to be fair, I don't think that, that 43% has, the line. I don't think that he's developed and involved as much as he should have. Well, I also uh, think a lot. You know, from year one to year three, and, and maybe that's on him, maybe that's on Jawan and staff, maybe it's a little bit of both. I don't know, but, um, you know, usually you would, you would expect, you know, the junior year to be better than the freshman, right? And in my mind, um, I, I, I think that he was – he had a better season. His freshman season was his best season. And I do think that he's grown and, and is a better overall player. But, um, and again, maybe maybe that goes back to some of the things we talked about earlier, scheme and a little more focus on Jet. But statistically, and I'd have to look this up, but I feel like off the top of my head, he's regressed. Um, you know, he's a better three-point shooter, right? Um, well, and that's, and that's one thing I think he was one of his main focuses is because that was one of his biggest hits was his shooting from the outside, not even the three point, just shooting from anywhere other than that free throw line and in the paint shooting was not good. And I think that's, was kind of what he worked on the most for the most part, but I don't know. It, I don't get paid to do this shit. <laughs> I don't watch enough film. Right. But just like you said, just as we talked about, going off of what we watch and what we see every day, it's it's very apparent that something's the something's the problem. And yeah, there's a disconnect there, right? Yeah. There, there just there just is. Yeah, and we'll, we'll see. I mean, going back to your question before we got on this train, uh, I think we lose today. I, Vanderbilt's a very good defensive team. Um, I just had all their stats pulled up and I exited out of it. I believe they 
we give up, I think, 80 points a game and they give up 60. Um, let me see here. So I, and so we're about even in points per game, but, but points against where we give up 80 and they average 62. Uh, you know what? Never mind. Those aren't even fucking. No, that's not right. Never mind. I was trying to see. I, at first, I was like, oh, wait. Something's broke here. I think something's broke here. Let me see before I run my mouth and talk. Who was I looking for? Vanderbilt? Yeah. Are they Vanderbilt's in the SEC, right? Yes. So... <coughs> All right, never mind. Fuck it, because. It doesn't want to tell me because I, I think the numbers that I was looking at was just for the tournament. Um, but I think we lose, uh, especially if, if, if their defense really is that good. I think we lose. they're giving up only 62 points a game this season. Um, I don't think there's really any any shot of us winning. I think we probably lose by double digits. <laughs> One, because if you go back to the Toledo game, a lot of bad stuff happened in that game that probably got overlooked. Definitely didn't get overlooked by me because I was losing my mind about it because I lose my mind about it every game. Michigan gave up, I think, let me pull it up. I think we had 14 turnovers again. And I believe we gave up, um, God damn it. Um, and I believe we, yeah, I say 14 turnovers and I believe that we gave up 13, uh, 12, 12 offensive rebounds. And that's, that's, again, we talked about it. It's not winning basketball at all, but we'll see. Uh, I mean, I don't really know what. I hope we win, but also won't be mad if I don't have to stress about watching Michigan basketball anymore this season. And there's no, I mean, you know how it goes. I'm not going to watch it. And then we watch it real quick. Crazy fucking stat. Did you see how many field goals Toledo put up in that game though? Say that again. Did you see how many shots Toledo put up? In the game no. last week, they went 32 for 73. Holy cow. Yeah. That's a lot of shots. And yeah, that, they, that, that's that's almost two shots a minute. We put up 32, uh, 55. But I mean, that that's uh, 
it kind of proves about the offensive rebounding and turnovers right there. When when a team's putting up 73 points or 73 shots a game, really. Um, But yeah, well, this will get on to a funny, non-depressing topic now. Uh, Can we talk about how Sparty's celebrating like they won a fucking national championship or winning a first-round game? I mean, Sparty being fucking Sparty to a T, man. Right. Burning couches for beating a lower seed, 10, 10 seed USC. I mean, I get it, guys. Y'all haven't been, what, you guys have been past the first round, the first weekend. The, I think it's five, only one time in the last, like, six years, and that was 2019. Um, haven't made it past the first round since 2019, so I really only two seasons. But yeah, only two seasons. But you take the first one only uh, like six seasons that's that's not very good where's uh right. where's that Izzo magic at now that i say this Izzo will somehow fucking pull this shit out of his ass and go to the final four again but the fact that they are burning couches and partying in the streets like it's fucking like they want a natty in 2000 all over again that, that's why they're little bro <laughs> this shit and of course, you get the response. Oh, just stay, stay, stay in your lane. If you're in the NIT, or enjoy the NIT. And I said, uh, like, yeah, well, at least I know we belong there. I'm not like that. Doesn't hurt me, right? I didn't think we belonged in the tournament in the first place. Did I want us to make the tournament? Yeah, I did. But yeah, we're a football in my, school. In, <laughs> in my. <laughs> In my opinion, if they were to go out in the first round and we win the NIT, we've had a more successful season. Just in my opinion. You can make that argument. Listen. Like, I I mean, because we would have went all the way through a tournament. I get it. Not playing the same people that they're playing. I mean, You could, like you said, you could make the argument. I, I'm not going to argue right now because I'm still half asleep. Yeah, you know, had Michigan made it, and I don't think they even close to deserved it either, but had Michigan made it, you know, this team is just, it's hard to get a beat on them. I think that they could have made a Sweet 16 run, and, and probably that's about the tops. Maybe if Jet, Jet gets hot, you know, a la like Trey Burke did or, or whatever, and puts us on his back maybe maybe we go a little bit further than that but i also wouldn't have been surprised if we made it if we got our ass blown out in the first game no matter who we played and you know that's the bottom line with these guys is is they seem to play up and play down to the competition um and you know i've got the impression a few times that they think that hey we're you know hey we're michigan and and we're everybody's just gonna lay down and and that's just not the case. You know, there's there's more parity in college basketball right now than there ever has been. And, you know, the, these upsets have shown it. And, and you know, you, you have your, your traditional dogs in Arizona and Virginia. And I, I think you got to put Purdue in that same breath now, right? Because they, they've done it. I mean, three. 
They've three. lost Purdue's. Yeah. yeah, Purdue. The past three tournaments have lost to a, I think it. I think it was twelve or no. I think it was a thirteen, fifteen, and sixteen. Now I know it was fifth. I know it was a fifteen seed and a sixteen seed the past two seasons. Right. Um, I, I think, but I think it was a thir- thirteen seed uh, three years ago. And I mean, other than Virginia's, a lot of people call it a walk in a park national championship, but that, uh, it, uh, I think if you win an Addy, it definitely it's not a walk in the park in my opinion, and, and it doesn't matter what season it is or who when you're playing, but uh, they're just all consistently losing to double digit seeds every fucking year it seems. Uh, I mean, but going off that, I think those 16 seeds, those bigger seeds are getting a lot more competitive than they were even 10 years ago. I think they're they're getting the challenge. And I think that's now why you're seeing those one, those 16 seeds take down one seeds is because with, let alone not even just the NIL, the NIL fight helps that also is be able to get a little bit more better talent to come to your school. Um, and that is the side of, I guess I, I, I like that a little bit the NIL stuff more kind of on the college basketball side, because it does make the, the playing field a little bit better, a little bit Absolutely. more even, um, more than it does really, I think kind of neat on the football side, as we've talked about, it's, it kind of makes it a little, almost un, more uneven than it was. Yeah. <laughs> almost. Um, yeah, for sure. I, you know, I, money, I think it definitely it works closer to as it intended in basketball than than football mm-hmm. <clears throat> but um you know the, the tournament is 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 my favorite event my, my favorite sporting event by far it's not even close and you know as, as far as exciting opening weekends go and it's not even over with right yet um th- this has got to be near the top um and i haven't watched nearly as much of it as as i used to do but and, i'm gonna i'm gonna catch up on that this weekend yeah um, that's something i mean i've, I've tried i just, i don't know because like the games have been there's been good games but then some of the games have just been like eh, this game's already over but i think that's that's been my issue is i keep finding the dumb games other than the uh, Princeton win and the Furman win. I watched both those, but can we talk about what in the hell was going through that dude's mind against Virginia, though? Why? Why? Yeah. Why did Pure you panic? Go? Right? He just he just he panicked. Why? Well, I mean, <laughs> as the dude, as the Furman player said in the video, he literally just threw the ball up. Yeah. I was like, he threw it up, and I looked at the time. I said, oh, that ball's going to come back down. And I, as soon as the Furman player caught it, I said, they're about to hit a three-pointer to win it. I said, that's just how fucking March goes. This is just how this goes. I said, this He could not have over. done anything worse, right? So I didn't yeah. watch watch that live, but I seen the replays, you know, within five or ten minutes after it happened. And the first couple times I watched it, I thought that that was an inbound pass. I really wasn't paying attention. So why he didn't either one, he would have been a lot better just to go out of bounds, right? But 
why he didn't bounce that off that guy's head or face or leg or something is beyond me. I, I he guess just, he just chucked it. That was like that was something you would see in eighth grade basketball. There's it's inexcusable, really. I I I mean I guess it was it was more just I guess I my only assumption is he thought he had less time that was on the clock or he thought he could throw it far enough. High enough and far high enough, enough and far enough where it would get down at least to the back court. And if they would have caught it, if they would have caught it not at half court, it probably would have been game over. Yeah. But absolutely. he didn't he didn't if, it, if they would have caught it at the opposite free throw line or three point line and below it, it probably shooting that shot at half court. Yeah. No, that, that kid made a hell of a play, play, right? I mean, yeah. He read it, he read it like a DB, jumped it. Yeah. And got gathered his thoughts and you know his guy was sitting there waiting and it, it, I was like you I'm like as soon as he threw that to the shooter I'm like oh that, that's going in I know it oh yeah it's just the way that's just the way it goes like you're yep. like oh you messed up in March here here's a fucking buzzer beater in your eye have fun at home <laughs> right um no that was that in my opinion other the Princeton game Princeton over Arizona it was a good game but I think I think definitely out of the first round um, around the six four, the, the definitely that that game was probably the most exciting. Um, up and at it. Um, we won't talk about brackets. Um, I'm good with that. We can skip that today. Oh no, let's um, talk about brackets. No, nah, we're good. No, nah, we're good. Um, so that, there's a, there's a lot to play out, right? And there was something that popped up for me the other day, and I can't for whatever reason I can't get back to it. That showed like. Um, the win probability and and how many how many possible points um, we had and everybody was right in it but and there's always a but right is that you know our our number one in our in our tall and taller pick'em is at ninety nine point two percent which is pretty dang good and our bottom who's L Barrett. Is at thirteen point six percent. I'm at 30% now. I was at like eight percent yesterday before all the games. Yeah, so it's, well, uh, I mean you probably was, you probably still got a shot because unless Bama goes out, then you're done. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Bama goes but, out done. Um which you know, Bama probably uh, wasn't the, the best pick. Polish rifle and and uh, I think it was Peyton, yeah, Peyton. They both had Arizona going all the way. And and I, they're they're still hanging in there, you know. The pole striper, he's at eighty-seven point four. I'm at seventy-six point five. Can we talk about people still have perfect brackets though? I was just looking like ten minutes ago when we were talking, and there's like, like there's still people with perfect brackets. There's like a hundred and sixty-eight of them or something. I'm like, that's eyes like how full? Like, it's nuts. Y'all do your fucking research. Congratulations. And you know that. <laughs> There's guys out there, right, that build these little simulators and and run them a thousand times, and I ain't and, got the time for that. No matter how much you do, right, I think uh, there, there's still got to be a, a, a good amount of luck in there. But yeah, hats off to them. It's it's crazy. I picked I picked more upsets this year than I usually would, just because they're all season long. There's never really been 
a dominant team, right? And maybe Purdue's been the closest to it, and we see where that got them. Um, but there, there's not really been a clear cut. Hey, this guy's at like Duke of the years past, or Kentucky, or um, Carolina. And how about Carolina, man? Goes from they won the Natty last year, right? Yep, started the year number one. Started the year number one, and then didn't even make the tournament. Holy cow! And that'll probably put the 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 pressure on old Hubert there because they, you know, they're a they're a top three blue blood. Um, yeah, they're Sam Duke and UCLA, UCLA, yeah, Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh... speaking of not blue bloods, I I do think that Marquette beats Michigan State tomorrow. Today, tomorrow. Well, and I Michigan State loses USC, so I almost think that I'm glad I didn't. But I, I do think if, if Michigan gets past uh, or Michigan State gets past Marquette, I think that they could go on a run. Let's hope not. Yes. Let's pray that because, I mean, God knows they make the Sweet 16 tomorrow after tomorrow. God knows what the fuck East Lansing is going to look like. Right. <laughs> um, but no. Um, but. I was going to say something, but I like I said the round of 30, 32 starts today. I mean, the round of 64 was great. Um, like it's not, not as many big, exciting finishes as we usually see, but it was a lot of close games, a lot of good games. But second weekend of games starts, or second round of games start today. I think in about 20 minutes, I think 11, 12, 12, 10 year time. Um, is the start of it. I mean, there's some... Let's see who we got. I, where the hell did I do ESPN? Uh, I mean, games like Furman, can they continue the run? Uh, I mean, can they actually... Could, could they be the Cinderella team this year? They take on San Diego State. Um, Duke, Tennessee, Arkansas, Kansas. Princeton, Missouri. Can Princeton go on a run? Um... Houston, Auburn, Penn State, Texas, Northwestern, UCLA, and then Maryland, Alabama to end the end night. Uh, I mean, there's really – you're at the – I mean, no, obviously no game now is going to be not good, in, in my right. opinion. Uh, I think we all know round of 64, you might see some games that are going to be blowouts, but I, you don't really see that after the round of 64. I mean, everyone who's not there usually, is no. it's time to play some basketball. Um you're going to see games that probably end within 10 points or less. That'd be probably in the single digits, majority, all of them. Uh, I mean, uh, out of today's games, I, I, we, I guess I'll, I'll read off tomorrow's games too. Just to, and then tomorrow you got Pitt, Xavier, Kentucky, Kansas State, Michigan State, Marquette, uh, St. Mary's, UConn, Creighton versus Baylor. Fairly Dixon and Florida Atlantic, which that looks really well for me because I need Florida Atlantic to go to the Elite Eight. That'd be wonderful um, to help my bracket. Um, Miami, Indiana, TCU, Gonzaga. Um, 
Which Gonzaga got a little run last night from uh, Grand Canyon. I don't know if you've seen the score to that game, but I think I Gonzaga, it was close when I was at work and I kind of got busy and I looked away and ended up winning by 12. But um, yeah, I thought they were going to pull that off for a minute. I was like, okay. And, and you know, Gonzaga is another one that has a history of choking like dogs, too. So it wouldn't have been a big shocker. No, it wouldn't have. I mean, it's Gonzaga. They, they get a lot more hype than I think they should. Um, but, I mean, out of, the, out of the games today and tomorrow, like, what games intrigue you the most? Like, what, what games do you think are going to be the games to watch? Um, so, I think Bama-Maryland could be a good game. Mm-hmm. I hope not. I think I think Maryland's got a chance to beat them. I I, I pick Bama. Um, I think that. Um, oh shoot! Who's uh? Man, I lost it. Um, not Northwestern. So Northwestern plays UCLA, Texas, Penn yeah. State, Houston, Houston, Auburn, Miss Missouri, Princeton. Kansas I think that State. Houston Auburn is going to be a, a good game. I got, I think I got Auburn out, and I think uh, Duke Tennessee is going to be a barn burner too. Yeah, I, I think that that's where I was going to go with that. Is I think I think Duke Tennessee is probably the best possible game of the weekend. Um, other than maybe, ooh. Other than probably maybe like the, I like uh, the UConn St. Mary's game too on Sunday, but um, but I def- I think the Duke Tennessee game is probably going to have the biggest watch. I think that's the game to watch today, um, and pretty much all weekend. Like you said, uh, it's I think the line Duke's favor about three and a half. So I really need to start betting. I wish, I wish they had it on there. Like, I wish I could bet on my phone down here. It'd be so much easier. Yeah, good way to get in. No, you know, I'm not addicted to that shit. No, I know, but I, I see Dave by eight. Voice, he, he, he hit a, I think it was an $8,000 parlay for 200 grand or something. Yeah, it's, it's Dave Portnoy. You know how much money Dave Portnoy has? Yeah, a bunch. <laughs> But still, uh, that's, wanna... a, that's a nice lick. Oh yeah, no, I know. But I think it was. I don't. know. it was. I think it was after the Arizona game of the Virginia game. They posted some video of him, and them watching all the games and like their little like betting pad that they got at Barstool CEO, like where they whatever the company is, and he he uh, as him Big Cat. And Jersey Jerry, and Jersey Jerry afterwards just got up. He's like, "I'm going to the rage room because I have a rage room in their office." Apparently, he's like, "I'm going to the rage room." <laughs> he got up and went to the fucking rage room after they lost. Like, I think it, I think it's probably the same bet. They lost about a good chunk of money, and like Dave just sat there fucking pissed off, and then uh, Big Cat just shut up. Um, but I mean, you want to go through and <clears throat> make picks on. The games, at least today, 
Um, I guess we can do all of them. I mean, I'm not even going to look at my fucking, I mean, I'm going to look at my bracket because I'm going to stick with the ones that I picked if they're still alive. So this one's absolutely fucked for me because I didn't, I didn't have either of these teams playing. Um, I had Charleston actually making past San Diego state. So, and Virginia, obviously. So San Diego state Furman, I can pick unbiased here. Thank God without looking at, without using my bracket pick. Uh, I mean, I really suck at this right now. So actually, I don't even want to make picks, but. I got San Diego State. I think I got them going to the Sweet 16, so I'm still rolling with them. I'm going to roll with Furman. I'm probably going to hate my life for this, but, I mean, I guess this doesn't really matter because my bracket's already shot, and this is for the bracket. But Duke, Tennessee. That's Duke, Tennessee. I got to take. Um, I got to take Duke. I have Duke going. I don't I think. think I, I have Duke right, going. I think right now they're as hot a team in the country as there is. Yeah, and I and I got them going to the Sweet Sixteen um, at least. And I, I didn't even have Tennessee winning their first game. I had Louisiana pulling the upset. So I again didn't pick any of the right upsets. Sadly. Arkansas, <laughs> Kansas. Arkansas, Kansas. Uh, Another good game, possibly. I think I can. I think Kansas takes that one, though. Yeah, I got. I picked Kansas, but I, I do the good one. I, I wouldn't be shocked if Arkansas does it. And Kansas has a little bit of history of choking too, when they're especially when they're number one. Uh, Princeton, Missouri. Yeah. I'm gonna go. I think Princeton was a one and done. Cinderella. I'm gonna go with Missouri. I'm going with Princeton on that one. Are, are you keeping track of this, or are we just shooting and shooting? I'm just, I'm just shooting. I'm just shooting. Right. I, I figured our brackets probably talk more than anything. Yours um, is not just, mine. Relax, killer. It ain't over. Auburn, Houston. Yeah, but I just clicked through. I have, I have the most points available to win out of the whole bracket. I, I'm gonna finish in the top three. I guarantee yeah. you. Till. So UCLA loses. So yeah, UCLA goes Wildcats. for the Elite Eight, and then I'm in trouble. Go Wildcats, just because. Um, what what game did you say? Auburn. Houston, Houston. Auburn. I got freaking Houston. I think Houston continues. I think Houston. Houston's kind of a sleeper national championship possibility, in my opinion. Yeah, I thought um, about picking them. But I mean, I don't. I don't even think I had them going to the. Elite eight, but I think I think they're a sleeper. They're that team, like they're could or couldn't. We'll see. Uh Penn State, Texas. Um God, just to get a fucking Big Ten team into the second round, but a second weekend. But I mean Penn State played decent against fucking Texas AM, but I'm gonna take Penn, I'm gonna take Texas. I actually yeah, yeah, definitely taking Texas because I have Texas in the finals. So the, the one thing that I did get, and I, I don't know what the hell I was thinking. Obviously, I wasn't, but I had Iowa State in the Final Four, and that that hurt. Um, yeah, and all those losses that haven't, and all those games that haven't been played yet haven't been factored into your score. Right. Uh, I'm going to go with Texas. Yeah, I'd say I think that's, that's a given. I mean, who knows? UCLA, Northwestern. UCLA. 
I, I think so too. I think Northwestern's had a good run, um, kind of coming back to the Big Ten standings, coming coming back and competing in the Big Ten. But I think UCLA pulls it off. Um, Maryland, Alabama, uh, to wrap it up for day three of the tournament. I please Alabama win, <laughs> please. I'm going uh, with not Bama. I Maryland's think Maryland's got a shot. I'll cry. I'm deleting. I'm deleting the group off of ESPN tournament challenge and just saying it randomly disappeared if Bama loses that game. <laughs> but I'm mean, like, oh, sorry guys. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, I figured we'll just do today's games. I mean, let tomorrow's games play out. Unless you want to, we can do tomorrow's games too. It's fine. I just, um, I got a few more other things to talk about real quick. But I mean, like I said, there's, it's, like you said, best time of the year, college, March Madness is here, guys. And ready to go sit down and watch it. I think that's more why Michigan game just tipped off. That's also why. Um, <clears throat> but I mean, a quick, I got a few other like quick sports news. Michigan hockey playing the Big Ten Tournament Championship tonight. Uh, and then playing at, at Minnesota for the Big Ten Tournament Championship for the second year in a row. Um, I think the game starts at 8 Eastern. And then Team USA playing in the World Baseball Classic against Venezuela at tonight. Also probably a late game because all the games have been late as hell. Um, definitely scared of Venezuela. Uh, I mean, they're been killing it all tournament. I mean, so we were three and one other game against Mexico. Um, other than that, guys, uh, I'm still trying to figure it out about the whole Spotify thing. But um, hopefully this week, if I post it, it actually goes through because I can't figure <coughs> it out in my life because I've tried about every possible route other than calling them. And worst case scenario, we might have to switch over and use the actual platform through them to actually like record our shows. Yeah. Um, but if that's what it comes down to, uh, it'll do the same stuff that this does. Um, but yeah, guys, enjoy the day three of the tournament. Um, Sparty, keep being Sparty. And uh, y'all have a good weekend. And as always, go blue. And don't worry, I'm coming back in the tournament challenge. Hey.